You're listening to Summersations, where I talk about any and everything under the sun. You name it, we can talk about it. On this podcast, I have hard conversations, promote others, bring awareness, and I do my best to bring some entertainment. Overall, my goal is just add value and humor into your day. I am your host, Caprina. All right. So today I heard a little snippet of a, I have several podcasts I listen to um, throughout the day. Well, today I heard a little snippet about a podcast that said, um, he called it purging. He was like, you need to purge every six months purge or every, you know, whatever you need to do is just purge your life. And so I was thinking like, you know what? I do that. I actually do that. So I want to share to you I want to share with you how I do that and then share with you the areas that I can improve on. And I want to hear the kind of things that you do to also purge. So I'm not saying like be this minimalist and don't have anything like um, I'm not talking about hoarder. Well, if you are a hoarder, you need to purge. But what I'm saying is there are some things we think of the clutter and we only think about our physical home. Well, we forget we have to declutter our our mind, you know, are the people we, that we hang out with or whatever. So it's like, if things are not propelling you forward to where you want to be, whatever that means, then you need to purge it, period. Rather it's cluttering your house, whether your house is dirty, whether it's your job, or the people you hang with, no matter what it is, if it's your mindset. So some things you need to declutter is your mindset. You know, if you don't have the right mindset, you'll never get anywhere. If you are, excuse me, I am tired. If you're hanging around the wrong kind of people, if you have the kind of friends who co-sign your bullshit, declutter. Like my friends, if I ever, like today, I had a hard day today and I was like, hey, y'all, I'm having a bad day. Not one of my friends hit me up and said, oh my God, me too. F my life. Da, 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 da. I don't associate with those kind of people. So when I'm having a bad day or I need encouragement, I can count on my people to come through and lift me up and not co-sign that bull crap. Or even if I put something stupid on social media and just out of my realm you know um you know out of character you won't see my friends co-signing the stuff you will see I mean they're gonna get some phone calls text inbox even on my post and say look take this crap down what are you doing so I want people in my circle that holds me accountable so if you are this person if you're listening and you have people, in, if you're going through a lot of things in your life right now, and you have people in your life who just constantly co-sign you, don't pick you up, don't lift you up, just either kick you down further or encourage you to increase the BS, then purge. Like, those are not your people. You need to find new people. You cannot, <laughs> it doesn't work. I hate to see that. I hate when I see people do stuff like that. And all their friends are just co-signing. I'm like, who's keeping everyone accountable in this group because birds of a feather do flock together you know some of the birds in our group maybe you know but for the most part 
we're going to keep each other straight and tell the truth. I know I will. If I see where my friends do something, say something, if you run a business and I see you post something that as a consumer, not as your friend, but if I'm a consumer and you have a product and you post something, I'm looking from a consumer's lenses. So I might tell you, hey, you know, the thing you just posted may not work good for customers. It's not good for promotion. You know, things like if you don't support me, I'm not going to support you. Like stuff like that rubs me wrong because I think about how you might have a product or a service that I don't have a need for right now. So I don't buy from you right now. Or I may share it with somebody and you have no idea. Or I may be thinking about purchasing from you and then you made that comment and now I'm turned off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm that person. Like if I see something, I'll call it out to you. Or if you're someone who's always posted negativity or you're posting a new man or woman every week, I'm going to call you out and be like, bro, <laughs> or sis. It's not a good look. So I'm that friend. And those are the kind of people I want around me. So that's number one. The clutter those people who are not lifting you up. But if they're kicking you lower or they're co-signing your bullshit and not being real with you, purge it. Number two, um, work. If you're not happy where you're working at, and I got my little notes, but if you're not happy with work, then do something about it. Someone once told me that you have control over your happiness, and that includes work. I know that everyone's out here struggling, trying to find a job, love their job or whatever, but you know, you have to take that first step to work towards making that better for you, whether that means go back to school, whether it means get a certification, whether it means, um, you know, revamp your resume or, you know, just teach your stuff. There's LinkedIn premium. You can go on LinkedIn premium and you can get all these things that you can teach yourself or YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, Google, everything is online. You can learn anything anywhere. So if you want to improve yourself and get a better job, change your career, you can do it. You have to take that first step. No one can push you or anything. Sometimes it takes, sometimes we pray for it and we don't listen and then it takes something drastic to make us be like, you know what? I got to go. That happened to me. So I'm a victim of that. Like I loved where I was working for so long. I was so committed. I was um, loyal. And I'm like, I'm not leaving no matter what, because I'm so invested. But it took two or three different situations to push me out of there. And then now I'm, I've, I've landed or God placed me somewhere that I couldn't imagine I've ever be before. It's amazing. So sometimes you got to get a little nudge, but listen to those nudges. But even in the midst of me complaining and being unhappy, I was working on myself. I was, you know, taking, um, studying certain skills I didn't have. I was doing the work. I was researching jobs. I mean, I was doing all these things. You have to do the works. You can't just have faith. So with all that work, then God nudged me and placed me where I need to go. So. And just to preface this, I'm one of those people who I don't, there's no excuses. There's not, because I've been through so much stuff in my life, um, even, 
you know, growing up, I've made it to so many things myself and my people, my circle of girlfriends. We made it to so many things. I don't do excuses well. I don't because you can put, you can do anything you put your mind to. So purge it. Purge that thought that you cannot get a better job and stop thinking of yourself as lower than what you really are. You know, quit, quit letting others diminish who you are and what your purpose is and that's one thing we all do it I'm guilty of that all the time um your bank account you're like oh my god I can never save money I don't have enough money blah 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 are these braids (laughs) I'm gonna take these out real soon there's a bet going on how long I'm keeping them so I'm trying to keep them longer than I normally do trying but even your bank account, your savings, your financial situation, we're all not where we want to be. Some of you may be, which is great. God bless you. But at the end of the day, even when I find myself complaining about my finances, I look back, I'm like, well, you know, if I would have done X, Y, Z different, different then maybe I wouldn't be in this position or something. So you know, you got to purge it, purge the things. I'm major. I love Excel spreadsheets. Everyone who knows me know I plan everything and I'm, I'm an Excel person. I will map out something in a minute. Sometimes I, this is what I do. I find myself, you know, extracting my expenses for the month and tolling. What did I spend on this? What did I spend on that? Eating out, entertainment, hair, nails, whatever it may be. And then I can decide, okay, I don't have to have this. I'm cutting back on this for this month. So again, it's all in your control. So purge the thought that you don't have control. You do have control. You have to make decisions on um, where you want to be and how you want to do it. Family and friends, that one's always tough because sometimes we think, oh, we've been, well, family is family. Family's blood. You're born into it. And it is what it is. You can't pick your family. However, not all family is good for you. Some family's toxic. Some of us think, oh, because they're my family, because they're my auntie, because they're whatever, that I have to. You respect them, young or old, but you don't have to let them like inject themselves in your life and bring negative energy. You have to set boundaries and let them know what you will when not take from them. Family, foe, friends, it doesn't matter. Same thing with friends. Some of my friends are not blood, but they're just like the water thicker than the, than the blood of my family, if you know what I'm saying. So I have friends that are better to me than some family. However, not all your friends are the same. Some of us had friends since we was two years old or grew up with forever, whatever. And sometimes those friends, just because you have those ties People grow. We forget. People are quick to be like, oh, I met my significant other when we were were very, very young. We grew apart. Well, how come friendships can't grow apart? Same thing, right? So sometimes your friendships grow apart and we hold on to them because you've had them for so long. It's comfortable. And sometimes if it's not, again, our our basis here, if, if it's not propelling you forward or benefiting you, encouraging you, it has to go, period. We don't have time. Um, I 
I wish I had the reference it, the reference of um, this other pod. I'm a podcast junkie. Like I love podcasts, but he said something that resonated with me. And what, you, what am I? What was I getting to? He said something like, um, "Dang, what? What I was going? I forgot where I was going." Something like either you get it or you don't. You get it now or you don't. There's no time like now. Don't be that person who two years ahead look back and be like, man, I should have done, I should have did this, I should have did that. Don't be that person. So whatever it takes for you to set your boundaries, to purr, to get rid of things that don't are not conducive to your success or positive energy in your life you have to let it go. Like we have to stop. We have to normalizing saying, no, I don't want it. I don't need it. Like don't. So you have to declutter all those things. Um, Declutter bad habits, whatever these bad habits are, not what other people think or deem as bad habits, but what do you think is a bad habit for you? Because what is a bad habit for you may not be a bad habit for somebody else like so what everything is a bad habit or something that you do that is habitual that you need to stop or that it doesn't serve you for example something as small as for me coffee I drink coffee habitually every morning when I start work Monday through Friday because I'm at home and it's a it's a habit I get up get myself together halfway, wake the kids up, get them ready for school, boom, take them to school, come back, coffee, go to my office. And that's it. Like on the weekends, I don't need it. I was just telling my best friend, we were on vacation for like four days. I didn't have coffee. I don't need it. I just, it's a, it's a habitual habit. I know it's not healthy for me. I know the sugar's not healthy for me and does not help my weight goals. So that's one of the things that's a habit I need to kick. And I know I can do it because I do it when I'm out of town. It's just, I'm at home. So something as small as that, it could be that, it could be drugs. It could be, you know, from minimal to something really, really major, but whatever it is, bad habits, gotta let them go, period. Beliefs, whatever beliefs you have that are not conducive to you, they're not, um, and when I say beliefs, I mean stuff like negative self-talk, telling yourself you're not good enough, like believing, and this is random because I, I have jotted down a few notes, but I'm really, really just ad-libbing because this is on my heart because I do it to myself. And I think that's why I had a bad week this week because I'm like in my head with all these things, the belief that, oh, because I'm 40, I should have, have accomplished this by now, should have been here by now should have made this much money by now. You know what I mean? Like my kids should have had X, Y, Z by now. I kind of went into that rabbit hole this week. I do it every now and then because I have so many goals for myself. When I turned 20, I wanted to do this. Turned 30, I wanted to do this. Hell, I'm at 40 now and still haven't accomplished some of my 30-year-old goals. You know, like I'm blessed. I'm not complaining. I thank God for everything that he's bestowed on me. Like I'm not struggling, nothing. But there are these things that in my mind, I'm thinking I should have had, I should have done it, but it's not, it's not, it's my, 
it's the pace that he has for me. It's not the pace. This is not like um, a race for everybody else with, with everybody else. So those are beliefs you have in your head, you know, things you should have done by now, things you shouldn't have done, you know, uh, down talking yourself, shaming yourself. Oh, I'm not good enough. Or I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too ugly. I'm this. I don't, I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not, you know, all those things that you're telling yourself you're not, even the things you say that you are that are, or that are not good, like you got to let that go purge it let it go like you literally <laughs> have to stop doing it I hate when people body shame themselves I have uh, a few people in my life every time and one of them is a, co- a co-worker every time I see her or talk to her everything she says is backed up with well you know you know it's a body shame and I'm like and when I do that she knows I know I know I know body shame queen is in the house exactly I don't like people body shame themselves everyone is beautiful in their own way what makes people look crazy is that when you don't you know dress and carry yourself appropriately based on your size because even skinny people look horrible when they wear the wrong clothes big people look you know i'm saying just for an example it doesn't matter your size dress appropriately carry yourself like a lady or even a man or whatever, and that's it. You can be beautiful in your own skin, period. Just quit trying to be like everybody else and just be yourself authentically and you'll be comfortable in yourself. Um, what else I wanted to say? Oh yeah, your schedule and your routine. I think I wrote it down. Uh, My best friend was talking to me earlier. She said, I think she said, do what's in your capacity. If it's not in your capacity, don't do it. And that's kind of what I've been saying, but I never put it like that. If it's not in your capacity, don't do it. Don't overextend yourself. Um, Some people are givers, doers, empaths. They don't want to say no. They want to serve everybody. They want to outpour to everybody. Sometimes you can't. You have to set boundaries. Even at work, set boundaries. Set a lunchtime. Put it on your calendar. This is my lunchtime. Or set focus time. This is my focus time. I'm unavailable. Do not schedule meetings during these times. You know what I'm saying? Or like, whatever. Um, You don't have to be available every time somebody calls your phone. You don't have to respond immediately. You don't have to. That's the great thing about, you know, these te- this technology of these things. If you're unavailable, if you don't want to talk, if you had a long day, then don't. You can explain yourself if you want to, or you don't. Like you don't, you're not obligated to respond to somebody within a certain amount of time. Especially if it's just a hey, how you doing? Okay, I'll respond to her in a minute. If it's not urgent, then cool. But like me myself, some days. I shut off at, as early as seven, eight o'clock. And even my mom, <laughs> she gets mad at me. I try to call you before you like went MIA. I'm like, mom, I just put my phone down at seven, had a long day. I turned the ringer off and then just, and if it's an emergency, people know how to get on a hold of my husband. I would never do, I would never do that if I'm out of town. But some days I'm at home, if all my kids are here, 
and my parents know how to reach my husband, I unplug sometimes. You have to. You cannot be accessible to everybody at all times. And that just falls right into technology and digital clutter. Like I am notorious for deleting emails or anything on my computer, work and home that doesn't serve me any value or that's clutter. I'm one of those people who go through, I'm always deleting stuff, always filing away emails. Like I want to see everything in my inbox already read, filed away, um, no open items, no old crap I don't need. Like I'm just always, I'm always deleting my trash, always looking at my drafts. I don't know what that is, OCD or what, but I'm always doing that. But that's my way of decluttering my technology, even at work. I don't feel accomplished at the end of the day unless all my emails have been attended to or at least responded to to say I'm working on it or something. Other than that, it's lingering for me. In my office, in my personal office, you won't find papers. I can't work like that. Papers all over the place. Every day, I'm constantly going through shredding I want to weigh this, organizing that, because I work better like that. You have to, and if you're one of those people who say, I work, what do they say? I'm an organized mess. Don't be that person. Start decluttering yourself and you'll find that you'll think clearer. You'll have more confidence. You'll be more relaxed. You won't be so stressed and so frazzled. You have to clear out your space. And this is random stuff. I'm just telling you, these are the things that I thought about today because about three of these resonated with me this week. I won't tell you which ones, but three of them hit me hard. Um, remove apps from your phone. I'm bad at this. I'm bad. It could be a trend. It can be a game that came out. Candy Crush, for example. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting Candy Crush. I was on it. Boom, boom, boom. Level 20. Delete the app. I don't last long. Like any of those new games that come out, words with friends or any of that stuff that whatever it is now I have no idea I'll start it and I lose interest really quick because guess what it's clutter on my phone I'm always going on my phone looking at apps um, looking at stuff that's taking up my space I'm always deleting stuff pictures screenshots <laughs> maybe I'm OCD for real and I don't I say I'm OCD I've never been clinically diagnosed with OCD I have been diagnosed with anxiety, but I'm trying to want, maybe I am a little OCD, but I'm always going through my phone. I organize my photos and albums on my cloud. I'm that person. Like I'll spend an hour or two and I'll just go through, organize all my events, put them in the cloud in a folder with the title, the date. It's crazy, but I, but yeah. I declutter apps on my phone. Um, notifications. I hate notifications. The reason why I hate notifications, I don't hate them, but they trigger me with my anxiety. They do. If I'm sitting here working, first of all, my job, use they use Teams, Microsoft Teams for everything. So imagine that going off all day all day all day emails the phone sometimes i have to mute them or turn the volume off and just because it's constantly going off and it drives me nuts if i had that and my phone going off i will lose my shit so notifications are mostly off 
for like social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, there's no notification. So if I get a message, then I read it when I have my downtime and go look at it. I don't want to hear it beeping all day. Sometimes if my phone rings too many times within an hour, it can be my mom, my sister, my daughter, my husband. And I'm like, you know, you know what? Turn my ringer off. Because <laughs> that that one hour of that, all that just frazzled me. So it's stuff like, I mean, you turn notifications off. You don't have to. Like, if I'm sitting right here, I can see them calling. It's just the noise and the notification that, that makes me, um, that triggers me. But for those who don't have anxiety, it's still the same thing. You don't have to have notifications on all the time. You know, access it when you want to. You don't have to be available to everybody all the time. You don't have to respond, like, comment on everything immediately. It's okay. Like, it's not going anywhere. Just relax and enjoy your day. Be in the moment. So that's another declutter. Your phone just... Think about technology and any digital items, your laptop, your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Well, we have all these things, like take some time and declutter that stuff and see how good you feel when you get done. And don't forget to empty the trash of the trash <laughs> because otherwise it's still there. Um, remove the apps you don't need. You know, there's some apps that we don't use all the time. Remove them. Use their website or download them when you need them every once a year. There's no need to have that. That's another declutter. Um, should have, could have. Got some comments. Let me see what the comments are saying. Okay. I should have put this. I should have put this back when I was talking about the mental stuff. But stop thinking about what I should have, could should have, what I should have did, could have did wanted to do, need to do. All you can do is look for. You can't control what you did in the past. And that's my biggest struggle right there. I'm like, I always say, what could I have, I have done different? Where did I go wrong? Like, I'm always looking at myself, what could I have done to put my family in a better, bigger position? Or what, you know, I'm like, I'm always looking at that. I'm working on that because I can't control it. There's no reason to look back because you can't control that. All you can do is look forward and change what's happening in the future. So um, purge that thought of the past. I don't have regret. I never have regrets. I don't regret anything because I know that everything that I've been through is for a reason, whether it's for myself to... Um, demonstrate my strength or for myself to share with somebody else and help them through what they're going through I do know that so I don't have regrets but sometimes I do be like man I should have did this or I should have took this you know whatever so that's that um I wanted to talk about real quick the physical things in your house so I was reading this article and it was giving me some ideas so in your house Declutter expired medications. How many of y'all are guilty of having medications somewhere in your mini cabinets, your junk drawer that's faded? Excuse me. With expiration dates. I know some of y'all be like, oh, well, it's not the shelf date. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you don't need it, 
get rid of it. There's no point of having a bottle of two antibiotic pills. Because if you really need an antibiotic, those two pills won't help you. You need to hold the bottle. So trust me, guilty. <laughs> guilty. But the clutter. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking of something. Oh, girls, nail polish. I keep nail polish. I have a lot of nail polish. I don't even know why I get my nails done. And when I don't get my nails done, I don't polish my nails. I have nail polish for... <sighs> for days, every color, every shade, glitter, and it's just sitting there. So sometimes I go through and I delete the ones that are dried up. I mean, not delete, but erase the ones. I mean, not even, I'm thinking about digital still, <laughs> so bad. Um, trash the ones that are old, you have to do that. Um, products under your sink that you have been holding on to. I remember my daughter and I were going through this, well, she was going through a natural journey and I was a natural junkie, bought so much stuff. And I've been keep, I was keeping this stuff for a long time, not now, but before I'm like, well, ju what, just in case, well, what if I decide to go natural? What if, duh, 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 what if one of my friends come over here and need it? Well, what if, what if, what if? And I was holding on to this stuff for no reason. So I have to go through, especially when we moved in December, I got rid of so much stuff that I didn't use. Samples from Beauty Supply Store, samples from Avon, samples from Mary Kay. I mean, come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, just get rid of it. Oh, mascara, it was bad. So do that. Um, old clothes that you're not wearing anymore. Declutter your closet. Get rid of those old clothes you're not wearing anymore. Clothes that no no that no longer serve you a purpose. Like I had some nice business suits with shoulder pads. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go get it altered and get the shoulder pads removed so I can wear this jacket, blah, blah, blah. This is expensive. This is a BB suit. You know, my pants couldn't fit them not wearing or no wear, like it just didn't serve me a purpose. So again, I'm not this person, trust me, I am a declutterer. So I'm just giving you examples of things that I had to get rid of before, but you better believe there's nothing in my house that I don't use because I'm constantly throwing away stuff. Ask my husband, ask my kids, ask my sister. She hates it. My oldest daughter hates it. My sister can come visit me if there's a cup left on the counter for 12 hours. Trash. There's food. Trash. They're like, you throw in my leftovers? Yeah, it was there for two days. I don't, I'm just giving examples of what I had, what I've done in the past. So clothes you don't use, even if they're expensive, name brand purses and shoes, if you're not wearing them, why? Either donate them, give them away or sell them. Like whatever your heart desires. I don't have time to be selling stuff and I've tried that and I've got prospects. And then when it comes down to it, I'm either scared to meet the people because I don't know if it's real or not, or I don't have time. I'm lazy. So I donate. I just don't, I don't go through the selling thing because as soon as they say, Oh, I want it. Then I'm the first thing I'm thinking because I watch, I, I listen to too much true crime watch true crime the first thing I'm thinking this is a fake person I'm gonna meet them they're gonna kidnap me so I don't sell stuff online <laughs> <I'm> scared 
but I will donate or I may even let people that I know and my family or friends who are my size that may, you know, like it. And it's wrong with hand-me-downs. I have several of my friends who've um, changed their wardrobe, lost gain weight, whatever. And we would, hey, I got these dresses. Do you want them? Heck yeah, I'm coming to look at it. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, certain things you don't hand me down, but there are some things that you can't hand me down. So like um, wire hangers. If you have wire hangers in your closet, you're fired. Like do not, I understand when you go to the cleaners, they give you wire hanger, hangers. What I'm trying to tell you is that when you get done, when you take that out, the, when you take it out the hanger, throw the hanger in the trash, we don't need wire hangers unless it came from the dry cleaners. Don't reuse those hangers. Those are not for closet organization. I hate wire hangers. Um, what else? Um, old shoes. Shoes you don't wear anymore. I'm, now that I'm still guilty of. I can't let go of some of my shoes. Knowing damn well I'm not going nowhere. Like I don't even know how to dress anymore some days. When I do go out, I'm like, dang, I forgot I had these shoes. I have to rotate my shoes out because I'll end up wearing the same shoes all the time. So if you see me doing that and you my and you my friend, but like, hey, rotate. <laughs> you wore those last time. Just remind me. It's okay. I have more shoes. I just the same ones are right there, easily accessible. And the ones you're not wearing, give them away, donate them, sell them, do something. It's collecting dust. And then if you remove these things, you make room so you can be blessed to, re to replenish it. Also learned that. Um, momentums from old relationships. Let those go. I don't care if your ex bought you a $2,000, whatever, and you're in a whole new relationship, married or whatever, you, unless your significant other know about it, let it go. Because every time you use it, pick it up, see it, you're going to think of that person, whether it's bad or good. Like, let it go. Anything that was traumatic for you. And oh, it's put me in tears. But I was looking for a, like a little duffel bag. And I found this duffel bag that reminded me of something that was traumatic in my life. And I was in a closet looking at it. And my husband was like, are you okay? I was like, no, like, why do I still have this bag? Every time I see this bag, it reminds me of the moment when this happened to me. You know what I mean? So he was like, well, put it in the trash. I was like, yeah, I'm putting it in the trash. Like I should have been putting it in the trash. Why was I holding on to it? So anything that reminds you of a traumatic experience, somebody you don't want to think about, something bad that happened to you. I mean, just... I let them, they gotta let this stuff go, man. We gotta let that go. That's why people experience so much turmoil, anxiety, depression, mental illness, because we are holding on to these things that we don't need to hold on to. Um, old electronics and appliances that we don't use anymore. I do this all the time. I'm always going to my cabinet looking at stuff probably I probably throw away too much stuff and be like dang I should have kept that fryer but there's some things that we just don't use and I'm like well I'll buy another one because it's taking up space it's old um or we don't use it or we have more than one 
I know we moved here from my old house. We have so many sets of plates and uh, nice glasses and bowls and all this stuff. And I'm like, we don't even use this stuff because guess what? We have four children. They were all underage at one point. Now, my husband would not eat on paper plates. That's fine. I understand that. So some days we use paper plates, but I give him a real plate. Everybody else get a paper plate. So a lot of times we don't use all of our plates, only on special occasions or we have guests or whatever, but there's no reason for us to have now in the house, we probably have two kids full-time at, at, at any given moment in our house that eats every day with us. That's four of us. We don't need 50 glass plates and bowl sets and teacup sets. And so we got rid of that stuff. We donated it. Um, old electronics and cords. I still have a box of cords. I found an aux cord. But who uses aux cords? I'm sorry. Somebody may use aux cords. I don't even know. I haven't used the aux cord in years, but guess what? I kept one just in case somebody needed one. And guess what? Somebody needed an aux cord. So that in itself justified my box. I have a whole box with all kinds of cords. I have no idea what, it, what they go to. Chargers, plugs, adapters, because you just never know. So that one I'm having a hard time with. I do keep that box because we do reference it sometimes and we do find that we need those things. And then you got the junk drawer. <laughs> junk drawer has like, I found a nail laying around or, you know, stuff like that. I do go through there every now and then and clean the junk drawer out, but you never know. Tell me I'm lying when you don't find little things around the house, little nail, little gadget, something. You just never know what it went to. And then the minute you need it, it's gone. So we do have a junk drawer. My junk drawer is organized. <laughs> it's not a junk drawer anymore. Um, what else is in the junk drawer needs to go? Um, the instructions for appliances. You know, you get an air fryer, a rice cooker, your refrigerator, whatever, and you keep those instructions. You don't need it. You don't need it. Like it's all online. All you need to do is know, all you need is the model number, the name or whatever, which you can find on that. You can find the instructions, the manuals online now. There's no reason, because I was guilty of this two years ago, of keeping every single piece of paper you have for all your appliances. And if there is a reason, please tell me, because I never referenced them. The only thing I've ever referenced again, when I first got a rice cooker, I and an air fryer. When I first got my rice cooker, I couldn't remember, okay, do how much water do I need for X amount of cups of rice? I mean, now I got it down. Or the air fryer, how many minutes do I need to put this? But even still, you can look it up on the internet, but I did have those two for reference, but there's no reason why you have your refrigerator instructions. Okay, well, no, I have my refrigerator instructions because it's new, but you know what I mean? Like there's some stuff you can let go of that, of that thing. Um, broken items that you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna get some Gorilla Glue and fix this. Or I'm gonna take it to the, the, the I'm gonna get this heel fixed. Anything you say you don't get fixed and you haven't got fixed yet, let it go. You're probably not gonna get it fixed. Just go ahead and put it in the trash. <laughs> Just let it go. Unless it's 
you know, something that's sentimental, I get it. But if it's just like, you're not going to be able to fix, just don't even, just put it away. You don't, just get something else. Um, toys in your kids' closets, if you have kids. My kids have no idea. This is how I know they don't care. This is how I know for, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing for Christmas. I'm thinking about, we're not doing no gifts for Christmas. We're just doing a trip because my kids never realize when their kid, when their uh, toys are missing, I go through their toy boxes and the closets and everything every few months. And I throw away anything that doesn't have matching pieces, missing parts, it's broken, head is off, a leg is missing. The, the back for the battery is gone. Anything that's like discombobulated, it goes to the trash. They never notice, never. So I do that all the time and their clothes as well. And I think that's all I have. Anybody have anything else to add? If you're watching live, what else? Okay, I see comments. Sorry, I'm just not seeing comments. Okay, Jeff, yep. Dated medications. Um, ooh, deep freezer. Stuff in the freezer, period. Like I, ooh, people hate me in my house. I'm always emptying out my refrigerator. Always. The freezer, I need to do better about. But my refrigerator, anything old gets dumped out. I don't care. Like I will go buy, I just, I just won't. So don't have your refrigerator clutter. You know, wipe it down, clean it out, make it look presentable, your microwave. You know, things like that make you feel really good about yourself when you declutter. And Ashley, like you said, boundaries are hard. Boundaries, setting boundaries are hard, not just with family and friends, but work with your schedule, with your time, with your kids, even your kids. Like, you have to be like, look, let mommy have. Sometimes I'll tell my kids, give mommy 10 minutes, okay? I just got home. Give me 10 minutes to unwind. And then whatever you want to ask me, you can ask me. But I can't walk in the door and boom, 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 boom. Um, if you start off like that, I'm done for the night. So even my kids, I haven't figured out how to explain to them that I have anxiety or that when they do certain things, it. I don't know how to explain it to them. So I'll just be like, you know what? I just need quiet time for a second. Give mommy 10 minutes and whatever you want, I got you. And they're like, okay. And then they'll come back in two minutes. But anyway, I be trying. <laughs> be trying. So yeah, there, those are my tips today for purging. You got to purge. Clean your house. Clean your bathrooms. Scrub the toilets. Get on your knees. Like, <sighs> I'm not doing it today. But tomorrow, that's what I'm doing. Bathrooms tomorrow. Keep your pantries clean, your closet. Like I cannot stand clutter. It doesn't help me think. And some people can function like that. And if you can, it's okay. Your physical, your physical clutter may be different than your mental clutter. Some of us may need one more than the other. Um, I need both. So I would say <laughs> work on your mind, your physical, your spiritual, and then your physical. As far as it comes to your mind, do some yoga, some meditation, pray, journal. Man, journaling is my thing. When I was out of town, and I'm gonna say this, I'm, I'm getting off. I was in three 
four different airports in the last seven days. And I forgot my notebook so I can journal. I love writing, especially if I'm sitting still. I like to be writing my thoughts, journaling, something, just whatever. Um, and I forgot. I went to all these stores in the airport. They have books galore, pens galore. No one had empty notebooks. And I kept saying, do y'all have notebooks? Do you have this? They were like, I went to a bookstore. No notebooks. And I was like, hey, I've been looking for a notebook. And she's like, well, I just I can use some paper. I'm like, so that's a little odd thing I learned this week is that airports, the ones I've been to, they don't sell empty journals or notebooks, notepads at all, just books. That's it. I even tried to find a book that maybe had like devotions or something with some empty pages nothing I was going crazy so when I got home on Tuesday I've been tearing my journal up and it's been helpful so that may help you declutter your mind dump the stuff out like don't um put it in the atmosphere like put it on paper and just leave it there you can't put it in the atmosphere all the time because the things that you're going through that are bad and you keep talking about it and putting it in atmosphere, it would never go away because you're giving it energy. <laughs> and I'm laughing because if my Bessie's watching this, oh, she already knows this week. Some things I talked about too much. Um, both of us, we gave energy to too much, but um, decided some stuff don't need energy. You just don't talk about it. Write it down, leave it there. So... That is what I had on my heart today. Very random, very all over the place, but I'm hoping that somebody got something out of it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations. Be sure you subscribe to the podcast to catch every new episode. If you enjoyed this episode or found it helpful, please share it with your family and friends and your social media. Remember, always bring your own sunshine. Never let anyone steal your joy. See you next time.